happy bar. Oh, happy bar. That seals my vow. That seals my vow. To him who
Aren't you glad that you know who Jesus is? Amen. Uh, Sister Gaynell, uh, back in the house of the Lord after having surgery there at Charlottesville, so good to see her here. I overlooked that this morning. And, uh, and where's Caitlin at? Yeah, she's been having a rough time. So glad to see her 
in the house of the Lord. Brother Arnold and Sister Ruth Short, we've been sure missing seeing you all. Amen. Good to see you in the house of the Lord. And uh, so uh, uh, Brother David Miller will be with us Thursday night. Okay? So he's coming in. Uh, he was undecided there, but he's coming in for uh, uh, the meeting that came out on Wednesday. And so he's going to stay over and be with us on Thursday night. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> well, I tried with all in me to, to preach something this morning to encourage you and to help you to realize and know that the Comforter is here. The devil wants you to be cowed down. He wants you to be beaten down. But the Spirit of God wants to lift you up. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. I want to talk to you some more about the Holy Ghost if you'll let me. The greatest need for the church in this hour is the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Ye know that you were Gentiles, Carried away under those, these dumb idols, even as you were led. And so, here we are. We're Gentiles. We've been in idolatry. Wherefore, I give you to understand. I, I remember I heard that so many times as a child. When somebody's going to tell you how it was. I will give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus accursed. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of administration, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For one to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge, by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another divers kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and of the selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. For as the body is one, and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free. And have been made all to drink into one spirit. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad of the Holy Ghost? Lift your hands and pray with us right now. Our Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, blessed Lamb. Blessed Lamb. Please come and anoint. Please come and anoint us and help us here in this service tonight. Oh, God. Oh, God. Amen. 
It is so important that we should have clear knowledge on the subject of spiritual gifts. Amen. We, the church of the last days, are we in the last days? Anybody get in the drift and think we may really be there? We, the church of the last days, need to know fully where all spiritual gifts come from. The true New Testament church needs to know the purpose that they are given to them. The believer needs the gifts of the Spirit to serve the church in the way in which God has placed him. Amen. I want us to get this and understand. When uh, my grandmothers, both of my grandmothers, my my great-grandfather Chambers out at Shorts Gap was the revenue agent for Buchanan County. He claimed to be Methodist when the Methodists were really, really full of the power of God. And my grandmother doctor going to the wholeness meetings, Brother Short, and he told her that she had brought a disgrace on his family by running around with them holy rollers. And she said, Dad, no, your grace just got in grace. Amen. And uh, he challenged her uh, about the Holy Ghost, and she began to tell him. And so, you understand, my grandmother Grace Horton was 6'2", weighed 450 pounds at her peak. And those of you can remember her when she was an old woman. She was still a big woman. And, uh, uh, but when she was in Dave and Laurie Guess's house at Premier Red Ash, coal camp, she said when uh, they were having prayer meeting in the living room and when she come to herself, she was under Dave and Laurie Guess's bed. She said, how I got under that bed, I'll never know. A bigger woman she was to fit under a double bed. Hallelujah. My, my grandmother whited. She went to the dairy there to pray. Her mother was the midwife for that part of the country. She went off that morning to deliver a child and do all that stuff. And when uh, she, uh, grandmother, received the baptism of the Holy Ghost in a little, you know, uh, somebody sent me a text where the Rogers talking about the dairy one preaching and some as a lady from Kansas sent a text and she said what was brother Roger talking about when he said a dairy and uh, and I said well in these mountains uh, grandma and grandpa Horton they had a spring there dug out and they and they had their crocks and they uh, set their butter and milk and everything uh, we didn't have refrigerators. You can believe it or not, we didn't even have electricity. And, uh, and so uh, they kept all of that refrigerated stuff in, down in that water in the spring. And we, and we started calling it a dairy because you kept all your dairy products there. Everything else was canned or dried and, uh, or fresh. But uh, anyhow, my uh, grandma and grandpa had a dairy dug out on the side of the mountain, on the north side of the mountain there, and all it was was just a place dug out in a little room there, and they kept all their canned stuff and their stuff in there that they could uh, keep it cool and stuff. But my grandmother went into the dairy and got to praying and received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and she shouted and went out around the mountain to Sister Richardson's, and they were still shouting and speaking tongues that evening. When Granny come home, all right, the breakfast dish, 
dishes were still on the table, no supper fixed. My grandmother had been rejoicing in the Spirit of God all day long. I believe there's a real Holy Ghost. I believe there's a real power of God that is available to the church. The baptism of the Holy Ghost forms the body by uniting believers to Christ. Jesus is the risen and glorified head of the church of the living God and the Holy Ghost actuates and moves for the church. Are you listening to me? Oh, we have regeneration and salvation by Jesus' blood. But we have the power through the Spirit baptism. And the reason we are such an anemic Church in this hour is we have failed to receive the power of the Holy Ghost in our lives. Amen. The blood of Jesus redeems us. But the baptism of Pentecost empowers Christ's body. Oh, the body of Christ is in the world for the service and manifestation of Jesus Christ the body is to serve the head whose body we are in all power proceeds from the Holy Ghost the gifts and graces of the Holy Ghost are freely given of God through Jesus Christ can you say amen no man can even profess Christianity without the help of the Holy Ghost The Bible tells us in Luke 24 and 36, As they spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. Now here we have, the Bible said, But they were terrified and affrighted and supposed they'd seen the Spirit. Glory to God. What what am I reading to you this set in the Scriptures in Luke 24? It was after Jesus' resurrection. And there he told them to go into Galilee and he had come and meet them. And so uh, they were locked up. They were afraid. They were living in fear. And I want you to know that's what the devil wants you to do. And here's what he's trying to put on us. Locked up and afraid and living in fear. And so that's the way they were. And Jesus walked in and said, peace be unto you. And they nearly fell out in the floor in fear. Amen. Because they were, the Bible said they were terrified and affrighted and supposed they'd seen the Spirit. And he said to him, verse 39, Look at my hands, look at my feet, and handle me and see, for a spirit doesn't have flesh. Feel of me and see that it's me. And then they gave him a piece of broiled fish and a honeycomb, and he ate it. And then the Bible said, Then he opened their understanding that they might understand the Scriptures, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. Are you hearing me? Jesus Christ, it behooved him. And it's for your benefit that Jesus Christ suffered, and he rose from the dead the third day. And the Bible said in verse 47, At repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. We believe that, don't we? Repentance and remission of sins through the blood of Jesus Christ, through the perfect sacrifice. But in verse 49, Behold! Jesus said, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Hey, church. Hey, church. Would you do what he said? 
He said, now I, it's behooved me to suffer and die, and I'm risen from the dead. And we, we want repentance and remission of sins preached. But he said, now I send the promise of my Father upon you. I send the promise of my Father upon you. Oh, glory. I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Hallelujah. I want to preach to you tonight about being endued with power. Who was that to tell me they bought a vehicle the other day and it didn't have a motor in it? Who? I heard somebody saying that. Amen. And uh, uh, when they bought it, it's a nice-looking vehicle on the outside, but it, it didn't have a motor in it, and they had to go get them a rollback. They bought it as is. They never looked under the hood. They never started up. Hey, man, I will tell you something. It's hard to go on vacation on a car that doesn't have a motor in it. It's hard to get anywhere. They had to call in a rollback and put it on a rollback and haul it off. Amen. You bought it. You bought it like it was and it didn't have a motor. And I won't tell you. He said, I send the promise of the, my father upon you. You got to tarry in the city of Jerusalem. And you know, I want you to stay there until you are endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as to Bethany. And he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven and they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy hallelujah what we've got to have church is we must be endued with the power from on high Matthew 28 and 18 when Jesus came and spake unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. If Jesus has all power and he has sent the gift of the Holy Ghost by, amen, you understand he sent a gift of the Holy Ghost to us. And the Bible said in Acts chapter 1 verse 3, he showed himself alive after his passion or after his crucifixion by many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days and speaking things pertaining to the kingdom of God from Jerusalem. But listen, oh, there they were speaking those things. Being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Hallelujah. But I want you to know the Comforter is here. We don't have to go back to Jerusalem. We don't have to go any place. Wherever you are, I want you to know if you will seek the face of God, you can be baptized with the Holy Ghost. And you, when you are, you can be endued with power. Oh, my Lord. Oh, hallelujah. The Bible said in Acts chapter 2, verse 1, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind. Oh, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. 
And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. You said, I've got the Holy Ghost, but I've never spoken in tongues. You may have a measure of the Holy Ghost, but you have not been baptized in the Holy Ghost until you speak in other tongues. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah. I want you to get this. There was a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. I've heard people talk about being in those tornadoes. And they always describe hearing something like a freight train coming. Oh, are you hearing me? They hear something like a freight train coming through. And there... Oh, God. Oh, there was a sound from heaven. It was a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared in them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. When you're filled with the Holy Ghost and begin to speak with other tongues, the Spirit gave them utterance. You receive the heavenly gift. The supernatural power of another world was bestowed upon your mortal flesh. You understand that? Amen. Oh God, help me Jesus. John 15 26, my text from this morning. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, I want you to know, oh, why do we want to not have the Holy Ghost? Is there anybody can tell me why there's any reason that you do not want the Holy Ghost? It's going to empower and strengthen. Amen. Listen. The Holy Ghost, when it comes into you with all of His divine power and His great holy attributes. Ooh, you think about that. That the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Ghost, comes and there the Comforter, when He has come, He comes into you. He comes and makes His abode in you. Lord have mercy. Am I preaching to a Baptist church tonight? Huh? A real hole in this church. Attack like it. Hallelujah. When the Holy Ghost comes with you, He's got all of His divine abilities. Listen to me. He's got His attributes and His abilities. When the Holy Ghost came into you, He comes with all of His divine and holy personality. Amen. When the Holy Ghost comes into you, He comes into you with all of His divine and holy potential. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost comes, He comes with all of His divine and holy power. Oh, thanks God. To be to God, He has the power. Colossians 1 and 13, the Bible said, He hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us in the kingdom of His dear Son. Do you understand what a privilege it is to be called a Christian? To really be a born-again Christian? You are delivered from the power of darkness. You don't have sin. You don't live in sin. You are not sinful. 
Jesus Christ come to deliver you from the bondage and chains of sin. Oh, I have to sin a little more or less every day. Hogwash. Show me that in the scriptures. He come. Amen. He come to deliver you from sin. When we come and when we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to what? Cleanse us from all what? Unrighteousness. You don't have to live in sin. When you're born again, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and He's translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son. 1 Thessalonians 1 and 5, For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and much assurance. Glory to God. What we've got to have, we've got to have this Holy Ghost. This Holy Ghost for the last day. This gospel, amen, it's got power. It, the Holy Ghost has power, and I want you to get that. And much assurance. Oh, I don't have to, to be afraid. I, I can lay down and go to sleep because I have the assurance from heaven that I'm his child. Salvation. And the Holy Ghost delivers us from this carnal, carnal, fleshly, evil world of sin. And don't tell me you're a born again Christian when you love to go and be with and interact with this carnal, fleshly, evil world of sin. They cannot coexist. Amen. Mortal human flesh and blood gets to experience the divine the holy and the eternal. My Lord. Oh, I told you the other night that Sonny and I shouted and spoke in tongues all night long. I'm telling you what, when the power of the Holy Ghost comes on you, you have a holy, a divine ability and attribute and personality and potential and power that's come into you. Oh, and it changes your heart and life. The Bible said in, in Ephesians 3 and 20, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, exceedingly, abundantly, above, and all. I'm telling you what, that gets it all, doesn't it? He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to What's it according to? To the power that worketh in us. Are you listening to me? I'm preaching tonight that we have an exceeding, abundant, above all experience in the Holy Ghost. And there is power that works in us. Hallelujah. Oh God. When we pray the Lord's Prayer, what do we pray? When we come down. We say, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the what? And the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, we've got, we've got to beg the Lord to lead us not into temptation, 
keep us from evil, but we've got to understand when we come to His kingdom, when we have and when we come and we're born again, we come into the kingdom of Christ and we are introduced to the power and the glory of Christ. The Bible tells us in Matthew 10, when He called unto Him His twelve disciples, He gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. I want you to know, when Jesus Christ came into a town, He emptied out all of the hospitals, didn't He? He emptied out all the psych wards. He did all of that. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm talking about the power The power of the Holy Ghost. Mark 3 and 14. He ordained 12 that they should be with him. That he might send them forth to preach. And the Bible said, and that they would have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said in Mark 13, 26. Then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It could happen tonight. We could see Jesus Christ coming in great power and glory. Oh, when you are baptized in the Holy Ghost. Has there anybody been baptized in the Holy Ghost here? Would you raise your hand? Would you stand your feet? I want to ask you to do that. You've been baptized in the Holy Ghost. When you are being baptized in the Holy Ghost, you receive the potential to manifest all nine gifts of the Spirit. There is a power that belongs to us as children of God. Oh! I'm not interested in something fake or false or superficial but I'm interested in our church and our people having the real power of God. I'm wanting a people and a congregation that will be endued endued with the power of the Holy Ghost endued with the power that will transform this community transform our lives and make us fit vessels for the kingdom of heaven oh whoa oh hallelujah 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 I want you lift your hands and pray with me right now oh hallelujah hallelujah I want you to get this the Holy Ghost He is omnipresent. The Holy Ghost, He's omniscient. The Holy Ghost is omnipotent. The Holy Ghost is eternal. The Holy Ghost is God. He's part of the eternal Godhead. He's equal with the Father. He's equal with the Son. The Son, He has a mind. Are you hearing me? We've got to find the mind of the Spirit. Oh, He has a mind. He searches the human mind. He has a will. He forbids. He leads. He speaks. He loves. He grieves. He prays. The Holy Ghost. He's called the Spirit of God. The Spirit of Christ. The eternal Spirit. The Spirit of truth. The Spirit of grace. The Spirit of glory. The Spirit of life. The Spirit of wisdom and revelation. He's called the Comforter. The Spirit of promise. The Spirit of adoption. The Spirit of wholeness. The Spirit of faith. Amen. And now, as I read to you this morning from Genesis 1 and 2, 
He was at work in creating the universe. The Spirit of God moved. But I want you to know, the Holy Ghost inspired the writing of the Old Testament. The Holy Ghost inspired the writing of the New Testament. The Bible tells us that the Holy Ghost came on Joseph. That the power of the Holy Ghost came on Moses. The power of the Holy Ghost came on Joshua. The power of the Holy Ghost came on Othniel. The power of the Holy Ghost came on Gideon. The power of the Holy Ghost came on Jephthah. The power of the Holy Ghost came on Samson. The power of the Holy Ghost came on Saul. Are you listening? Amen. The power of the Holy Ghost came on David. The the power of the Holy Ghost came on Elijah. The power of the Holy Ghost came on Elisha. The power of the Holy Ghost came on Azariah. The power of the Holy Ghost came on Zechariah. God's Holy Ghost came upon the children of Israel. And the power of the Holy Ghost can come on you. The Comforter is here. The Holy Ghost is here. And He wants to baptize you. He wants to empower you. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to change you and make you ready for these last days. The Holy Ghost. Come on, church. It's time that we worship. The Holy Ghost empowered the Savior. The Holy Ghost appoints preachers. The Holy Ghost anoints preachers. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost warns members. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost regenerates the believing sinner. He baptizes the believer. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost indwells the believer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost seals the believer. Are you hearing me? Oh, the Holy Ghost fills the believer. I want you to get this. The Holy Ghost gives us liberty and He strengthens us in our new nature. Hallelujah. Oh, the Holy Ghost guides us. The Holy Ghost teaches us. The Holy Ghost empowers us. We have lived way beneath our privileges for way too long. We have lived way beneath our privileges for way too long. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I can get home tonight by crawling. It'll take me all night. I'm just a little over a mile, I guess. But I can get home crawling. My knees will be a bloody mess by the time I get home. And there's no need of us crawling when we can be riding the best. And it's the will of God for us to have the best. And He has sent heaven's best, the Holy Ghost. Amen. You know, you know, I... I'm a child of the 50s. I was born in 1951. And during World War II, there was a great power of prayer swept over America. And people prayed and prayed and prayed. And then, when they came home from World War II, we had a great revival. And there were great healing campaigns. Tent revivals, unbelievable tent revivals. And people were healed. Amen. Then, then, when I'm big enough to remember, I remember there were things that, there was things going haywire in those meetings. And there was, 
Brother Wilson said he remembered going to Cincinnati to a tent meeting. And the guy was there. And he said, I got there. And he said, I didn't know. But he said, when I got there, he said, the Holy Ghost spoke to me and screamed at me, No! This is not of me. When he began to research and he found out that man had left his wife and took another woman and thinking he could go right on having a healing campaign. You cannot do, you cannot live in sin and have the power of the Holy Ghost in your life. You cannot be sinful and have the power of the Holy Ghost in your life. And I remember, I remember, man, that my brother James had pneumonia. He was dying. And I remember mom and dad calling Brother Crabtree. Are you hearing me? And they called Brother Omar Ketron. And they came to our house at Doran. And they laid hands on my brother. And the pneumonia left his body. Now there's a real Holy Ghost. You understand? My, my, I told you my great-grandmother Elkins was the midwife for all of that part of the country. She delivered hundreds and hundreds and even thousands of babies. Amen. And so she was primitive Baptist. And, uh, and so, but when Aunt Arcee, her daughter, Aunt Arcee Robinson, was married to Uncle Hen Robinson, Aunt Arcee got blood poisoning. We call it being septic. She was septic. And when you get septic, you've got, when you've got the best of the hospitals and antibiotics, they may or may not, most likely not, pull through. And Aunt Arcee was dying from blood poisoning, septic. Amen. They called on the old crank telephone. Brother Richardson. Amen. Ramsey Dow Richardson. Brother Richardson, will you pray for my... You know, she was... She was so mad at my grandmother Eunice. She said, Eunice is running around with them holy rollers so long that she's learned to jibber-jabber just like them. Like that long shovel-mouthed Vern Herndon. She was mad. I mean, she was furious at my grandmother Eunice whited. Amen. But there come a day, there come a day when her daughter was dying from blood poisoning and she cranked the old phone and she said, Brother Richardson, do you care to pray for Arcee right now? And Uncle Rands Richardson prayed for her over the telephone, never touched her in any way. And God healed Aunt Arcee. I'm telling you, there is a Holy Ghost. There is a Holy Ghost. And he has holy power. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And, uh, you know, and, and we, we, we looked at the failings of those men that have went haywire. And I don't want to even give the devil glory about those that are gone. Amen. But that does not change that there is a real Holy Ghost and a real power of God. But I remember as a child, Brother Roger, your dad was the man who would stand and pray, and the power of the Holy Ghost would fall. 
Amen. But all the time, you remember, know what I'm saying is true. Amen. The Holy Ghost would move on Brother Crabtree. And when Johnny Crabtree spoke in tongues, it make you quake in your shoes. Anybody remember that? Hallelujah, it make you quake in your shoes when Johnny Crabtree began to speak in tongues. And Brother Catherine would interpret. Amen. But oh, Amen. I remember as a child, my dad being so upset with some of those guys coming through. Amen. Oh, I don't even want to tell you how wicked and how bad it was. But it turned my dad, amen, and not against the gifts of the Spirit, but he was so leery of those guys coming through pulling shenanigans. I want to tell you something. The Holy Ghost doesn't pull shenanigans. He doesn't do anything dirty, filthy, and underhanded. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But now, Dad died in 1999. And we've come along. Brother Ralph died in 2013. And now we're down to 2020. Amen. And we have to see a restoration of the gifts of the Spirit in our midst or we're going to die. You hearing me? You're wonderful people. You're wonderful people. But if we do not see a restoration of the gifts of the Spirit, and the only way you can have the gifts of the Spirit is through clean, holy living. And when He comes, He will reprove a world of sin. You hear me? When the He, the Holy Ghost comes, you won't be living and doing sin. My mother, she said, when we there, she said, when we go to church, we was afraid to do wrong that day if we didn't get it fixed. She said, because when we get to church that night, the Holy Ghost would speak and they would discern us out and tell us exactly what we had done that day. That's what my mother told me. She said, that's how it was. Amen. At Mount Pleasant Schoolhouse there on Horton Ridge back in that day. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it seems to me like that we got people that are living. Amen. Oh, God. We cannot tolerate sin and have the power. Can you say amen? We cannot live and sin and have the power of the Holy Ghost. And he said, I want you to be endued, endued, endued with power from on high. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You remember, Brother Ralph, Dad preached Brother Lowe's funeral down here in the old church. Brother Ralph and Sister Doris sung in his funeral. He lived out here at the old coal camp at Premier Red Ash. There that was a bustling, thriving, very thriving place. And they called it the Holy Ghost was so powerful there and the moving of the Spirit. And understand that there was a great man that, that lived there and um, started that first church there. And he fell and did horrible sin. And you see, it puts a damper. It puts a blanket on the moving of the Spirit. And somebody said, well, just because he fell, that does not mean the Holy Ghost has fallen. 
Amen. But Brother Lowe, he was in the spirit and he called and said his sister was very bad at the point of death. And he said the Lord spoke to him and said, go pray for her and I will heal her and raise her up. Okay. Brother Lowe starts walking down to his sisters. And when he gets there and there's been a, a summer thunderstorm, a cloud burst. And it's our and Cold Creek. Cold Creek starts out Shorts Gap. Amen. And there it comes all the way into Raven. But there, as he was going there by Premier, he come there and the bridge was washed out. Washed out and the water raging going down Cold Creek. And he got there and he said, Well, I can't go pray for my sister. I gotta I can't get over there to her. And he said, The Holy Ghost spoke to him and said, Peter walked on water. And so can you. I want you, to know, I want you to know something, Brother Dale. Amen. He empowers us with the Holy Ghost, and you can have it. You can have the power of the Holy Ghost. It belongs to you. The Comforter is come. You can have the real, genuine power of God. You can live and move and operate in the Spirit, and you can defy all the darkness of the devil. And he had this testimony till the day he died. He said, I stepped on the water and I walked across the water and went and laid my hands on my sister and the Lord healed her. This is, this is out here, what, five miles from here? Amen. This is right out the road. He said, I laid my hands on my sister. We shouted and rejoiced, and I got ready. And you know what I did? He said, I'll come back and walk back across the creek. The same God that takes you through the creek, over the creek, will bring you back across. And he had this testimony till he died. He said, my shoes did not get wet above the soles. I believe he walked on water. I believe he walked on water. Peter walked on water and so can you. I want us to understand we limit God and we're limiting his power. And you can crawl home on your knees if you want to. But you can go home shouting in the spirit like Brother John Lowe did. And you won't even... You can walk through a muddy, overflowing creek that's washed out all the bridges. Hallelujah. Either way you want to, you can get home. Hallelujah. I'm going to encourage you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. I want you to understand. I want you to understand that there is a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, there's faith, there's gifts of healing, working of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, diverse kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues, and they are available to those who have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Stand with me, please. Jesus is coming back in great power and glory. And we've got to have the power and glory in us. I want to be ready, brother. Above everything in this world, I want to be ready.
I, I, Sister Diane sent that to Carolyn there, man preaching, COVID-19. Uh, I looked it up, and it says that stands for Corona Virus. Uh, I forget a disease, COVID Coronavirus Disease 19. The year it was, and the a man said it also means certificate of vaccination. And they will have those markers on there. I won't tell you. This world is getting ready. They're, they're getting ready for the mark of the beast. Are you hearing me? And before they give me that coronavirus vaccine, they're going to have to chase me down and catch me do it. Hello? You hearing me? I'm not going to take it. Because... When you see, it's got, to, if you, you do any research and see if I'm telling you the truth. What they're doing with that, amen. And it will have everything about it on you. And I'm not saying it is the mark of the beast, but I'm telling you it is a precursor of the mark of the beast. Church, church, we can't just, well, glory. I've stumbled along this for, I believe I can make her one more day. You're going to have to have something that will going to give you power and strength beyond the ordinary. The ordinary times are behind us. And they said, you need to get used to the new normal. Well, the new normal is we need to be empowered. We need to be endued with the power of the Holy Ghost to be able to survive in this hour. Hallelujah. Bow your heads for prayer. Come on, please. Our Father, Lord, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I beg you. I beg you for your touch. I beg you for your power. I beg you for your spirit. Oh, God, come to us. Lord, Lord, we cannot make it. We cannot make it in this hour under ordinary circumstances. We are not in ordinary times. We must get ready for the new, new normal. And it is not that we can make it. We can make it. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Can I sing y'all a song? Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong. They are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. This coming Friday, I believe it is the 29th, I'll be 69. And I want to sing you, Jesus still loves me for those older people, the ones that are turning white-headed. Jesus loves me, this I know. Though my hair is white as snow. <laughs> oh. 
Jesus will not forsake me when I'm old and gray-headed. That's right. What's he going to do? He's going to take me up. I'm going to have to start again. I got so excited when I come to that part. <laughs> Jesus loves me, this I know. Though my hair is white as snow, though my sight is growing dim, still He bids me trust in Him. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Verse 2. Though my steps are oh so slow, with my hand in His I'll go. On through life, let come what may. He'll be there to lead the way. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Verse 3. When the nights are dark and long, in my heart he puts a song Telling me in words so clear Have no fear for I am near Yes, Jesus loves me Yes, Jesus loves me Yes, Jesus loves me The Bible tells me so I want you as we face this evil hour I don't know what it's going to be like next month next year I don't know but I know he has the power to keep his church and he will guide his church and his people yes. and what we must do is we must allow the Holy Ghost to direct us the Holy Ghost to speak the Holy Ghost to forewarn. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost, speak to us. You remember? I've told y'all there on Mount Pleasant, Ras Whitey was my grandpa's first cousin. He was called up to go fight in World War I. And they, he come and he was tore off pieces. The train's coming to pick me up at Raven tomorrow. I've got to have assurance from the Lord. Yes. And they come, he come up and they prayed for him. And when they did, the Holy Ghost spoke and said, Thou shalt go. Well, the train's coming tomorrow. And thou shalt return. Hallelujah. Now you understand. Uncle Ras Whited was captured by the Germans and stood before a firing squad. And he heard the Holy Ghost say, Thou shalt go and thou shalt return. Ras Whited survived, came home, and he married my great-grandpa's widow. Are you hearing me? And he had children. 
and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Hallelujah. Thou shalt go and thou shalt return. That's what we've got to have, church. I'm sorry. I, I, I just, I'm so, so burdened for you that you are, the enemy has just beat you down and cowed you down and we are afraid to worship anymore. Sister Virginia called. She said, was it all right what I did? I said, the governor says it's not, but the Holy Ghost says it's all right. And we're not going to live under what the governor says. Jesus Christ is the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you what, the governor can't get us ready for the coming of the Lord, but Jesus can. And the Holy Ghost will empower you to be ready for His coming. Come on, let's seek the face of the Lord. Let's seek the face of the Lord for His power to come to us. Oh, hallelujah. I want the power. Brother Jimmy's wanting prayer. Hallelujah. To flow over me. For the power 